I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. We all remember where we were when that happened. But what if I told you that something far greater was at play in this very moment? A saga of government corruption so entrenched in our society that to expose it would make Watergate a mere footnote in the pages of history. Every year, hundreds of people are reported missing in national parks and forests, many of them children. You go, oh man, it's a Bigfoot documentary. Nope. Not really. No, it's a lot scarier. <laughs> An Omaha man comes forward with allegations he was sexually abused as a child, and he's convinced there are other victims. A psychologist says the FBI is interested in the man's claims. The same psychologist was a key figure in the Penn State Jerry Sandusky child molestation case. It's a web of intrigue that starts in our holy of holies, Boys Town, Nebraska, one of the most respected institutions in the United States, and spreads out like a spider web to Washington, D.C., right up to the steps of the nation's capital, the steps of the White House, involves some of the most respected and powerful and richest businessmen in this United States of America. And the centerpiece of the entire web is the use of children for sex and drug dealing and drug couriers, the compromising of politicians, the compromising of businessmen, but worst of all, the corruption of key institutions of government that have the duty and responsibility to make sure these things never happen. Welcome to Bro Taste This. Wow. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome to episode 31 of Vida y Vino Bro Taste this i am luis pablo joined with me today we got philip golden corral hey, hey he is currently comatose isis uh made a very strong drink and ate some hot sauce and now i'm dying oh that is uh that is really spicy but that hey it wakes really you up spicy it clears oh. your sinuses god damn dude that oh. is uh that is really spicy. Hot and spicy. All but right. just like this episode, this whole episode, folks, I hope you're ready. I hope you're sitting down by the edge of your seat because it's going to be a spicy episode. This is going to be a spi- the spiciest yet. We got PMP, Phil, and Pablo in the mm-hmm. building, no one else. Anybody who isn't on the podcast can suck a dick right now. Death to all our enemies. Exactly. No one specifically who isn't here, who normally is here, who did poor time management. Looking at you, Jesus Christ. Look at, <laughs> yeah, uh, what a coincidence that you decided April 15th to pass away on. Yeah, you piece of shit. <laughs> you could have held it off for another three days. Oh my God, that is so spicy. Do you need water? No, no, no. Okay. My tears are, will salivate. Me. Oh my God, dude, that is, that's something else. That is something else. What do you, what do you think about the... Um, yeah, let's talk about the cocktail. We are drinking cocktail. a Courtney Love cocktail. Courtney Love, yes. We're calling it a Courtney Love. It's a, it's a wanna, shot to the brain. Yeah, because it's a shot to the brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil, do you want to tell people what we just had a sip of? Uh, a good friend of mine uh, showed me this drink. It involved the um, uh, Midori Japanese uh, uh, drink, but I substituted that for a nice Hendrix gin. Nice little uh, lunar a little bit of a, what's that flower called? You know the flower that people love? Lavender. Yeah. 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 It's a nice little lavender gin mixed in with some haku vodka, topped off with some ginger ale. And folks, I'm telling you. Yes, you heard that correct. There's gin and vo- two full ounces of each, I should say. Mm-hmm. There's two full ounces of vodka, two full ounces of gin, and a splash of ginger ale. And uh, I think we really need to focus on our foreign affairs. And that's why instead of buying Russian vodka, we need to stick to Japanese vodka. Japanese vodka is really good. Distilled, what, multiple times? You had it. Was it good? Or was it good? The cocktail is not good. That is probably the worst cocktail I've ever had in my life. Well, you're not a foreign man. You know, you're not a man of international flair. You're going to uh, cross the seas over there in the... The Red Sea, the Dead Sea over there. The Mediterranean, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And th- those guys, if you think that was strong, 
way until you start eating their food, their oh, drinks. A lot of olives, a lot of feta cheese. Yeah, a lot of feta cheese, yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to it. A lot of eyebrows, a lot of unibrows. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, that is spicy, dude. I'm still kind of reeling off it. All right. Uh, this episode, we'll be talking about conspiracy theories. We'll be talking about conspiracy theories. And we'll be talking about Phil's love for conspiracy theories. Conspiracy. I mean, people call them conspiracy theories. I just call them the truth. Hey, uh, time for time for uh, the new segment of Bro Taste This. What's on your plate? What's on my plate? Yeah, what's on your plate this week? What happened in the last week? By God. Well, first off, uh, I, I want to appreciate the shout out that you and Juan gave me for the uh, Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls audition. <laughs> and um, yeah, by the way, I guess that uh, filming was already concluded months ago. And uh, I just looked like a crazy person. So came back, defeated, rejected. What did Lizzo say to you? She said that we already have one. Did you big get to person. meet Lizzo? No. I get to meet the security guards. That threw me. They gave me the Uncle Phil throw. Did not? Did they not confuse you for Lizzo? No, no, they didn't confuse me for Lizzo. What the fuck? <laughs> She's a big, beautiful queen. I wish I was a big, beautiful queen. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, I, um, that didn't make it very far. That. Um, Where does Lizzo rank on your uh, Mount Rushmore? Mount Rushmore? Ah, for fat activism or for like what? <laughs> for in general? Just for beauty? For in- beauty? Uh huh. Well, my Mount Rushmore is like this, right? We got Caitlyn Jenner, the, the, the Queen Bay. Yeah. Queen Bee. Yeah, she's the George Washington uh, of the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, she, I don't know why people call Beyonce the Queen Bee when uh-huh. it's Caitlyn Jenner. Obviously. If you can murder a man on the uh, fucking California Pacific Highway yeah, and get away with it, <laughs> that's my queen right there, right? <laughs> and then we got the uh, Susan Boyle. If anyone remembers Susan Boyle, she was on uh, Britain's Got Talent a couple, like, yes, 10 years ago. I know exactly who you're talking about. Beautiful. God. And, like, you know what? I'm not like most people. I'm all about personality. Yeah. Person, ass, and titties, as I say it. Personality. Thank you, folks. This has been my comedy Person, ass, and titties. Comedy stylings. But, no, Susan Boyle, we got the uh, Caitlyn Jenner. And then, uh, I wouldn't put Lizzo up there, no. No. But for talent, talent and pure, mm-hmm. pure raw power. Yeah, she's up there with Selena. Selena, you know, the the Mexican singer. Yeah, not the wizard from Waverly Place. <laughs> Who dated uh, Justin Bieber? She did date Justin Bieber. Yes. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, there was somebody hacked her account and posted up a uh, nude of Justin Bieber with the caption being like, "Look at this little shrimp." What? Yeah, it's wild. That must have been years ago. I think you're getting a phone call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spam risk. We're going to ignore that? Yeah, it's spam. Okay, you know, it's crazy. Fair enough. Fair enough. I get back, do a little bit of traveling, get rejected. Yeah. By Lizzo. That fucking bitch. <laughs> I got rejected. And uh, yeah, a bunch of spam calls happening. And uh, I felt pretty down. Lost. Right? Yeah. Defeated. But you came back strong. Came back strong. And uh, I've been getting back to my original passion mm-hmm. instead of dancing. Because I'm a dancer, right? You are a very good dancer. I'm a dancer. And. Uh, I decided to pivot my time to something more useful, and that's looking into missing kids. The missing 411. (coughs) Folks, pardon me, but I'm going to get serious here. Every year. But Okay, let's preface this. Every year. Your your story that you're going to go into is going to be pretty dark, pretty twisted, so... A warning to all the listeners. Mm-hmm. This is uh, just this, a, a warning. Just a warning and a little preface. If you love the outdoors, if you love spending time in the summer, catching the sun rays, enjoying the oxygen that the trees give you and all that stuff, continue so. But be careful because you're going to go missing. Yeah. You're going to go disappear. And with that being said, with that warning, please uh, listen at your own risk. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Phil. Um, so a little preface about myself. I, uh, I grew up on the animal planet, right? History channel, which, you know, if you ever saw the history channel, not a fucking lick of history goes on in there. (laughs) So ancient aliens and like, what if the pilgrims were visited by extraterrestrials? What if the native Americans were really gay? 
It's this alternative history like that. Right? It shouldn't be called history. It should be called alternative history. <laughs> the history your school books don't teach you. <laughs> That's not backed up by the government. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, I was a, a product of that. So I grew up on Monster, Monster Quest and all that stuff, right? And us being in the Walworth County area, we grew up in the Rock County, Walworth County, and the legends of the Beast on Brave Road, right? This weird creature. And if you look into the history of Delvin, we have reports of our own dog man. Dog man. What? Yes. If you look in the, the, the Delvin newspaper, as far back as the 80s, there's reports of a Delvin dog man that people have cited, right? And they think that's in collusion with the Beast of Bray Road. And it's crazy. Like, all these kids are thinking about, like, puberty and, like, jerking off. I'm, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm doing that, too. But most of my time is spent in, like, looking at the, at, at the night, at the woods, like, what the fuck is going on in there, right? And uh, it makes sense, you know, like, if I was a, a werewolf, why would I just stick to, like, one part? You know, I can just traverse. The whole world is my, the my world oyster. Is oyster. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, I, 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 uh, <laughs> I had nightmares. As, like, these nightmares, like, went with me until, like, I was, like, 23. Of, like, me with my friends, with my family, just hanging out. And then this creature always follows me. And this is before I saw that white thing with uh, with that friend of mine. Uh, we yeah. went to Chicago and all that stuff. That weird, creepy thing in the, at the park, right? So I already had a precursor of like being scared of the dark, right? And these nightmares, these like sweaty nightmares, these very vivid nightmares of like this Bigfoot creature. I don't know, right? Fast forward, with all that information, I'm already scared, terrified of Bigfoot. I do a little bit of uh, this book called The Missing 411 by David Politis. Uh, comes into my radar with uh, with a friend of mine, and uh, they were really big into the whole like conspiracies and like all this stuff. Like, were you the always French. were you always big into conspiracies even from a little kid? I I guess the only big conspiracy it really was was just like Bigfoot. Yeah, like the paranormal. Like, what if the Loch Ness monster is real? Right, you know, shit Did like you, that. Because I I met people. I think everybody does meets people that like everything becomes a conspiracy. It's hard not to, like, view... Like, if your mind is that far, like, untrustworthy of things, then you will see everything as, like, what the fuck? Like, just now, I got a spam call. And, like, part of my mind's like, you only got a spam call because you were doing more research into Big Bigfoot this past <laughs> week. <laughs> These past couple of weeks, nothing was like that. No, no. spam calls or nothing. And now you're getting more. Yeah, because yeah. you meet people who are, like, really into it, and everything is, like... No matter what you tell them, they're like, yeah, actually, you know, that's that's this uh, this alien that's doing this or that. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it gets so, it can become a real problem towards, like, detrimental to your everyday life. Like people who really thought COVID was, like, to control us? Yeah. Those people are like, well, I mean, okay, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute now. Uh, well, there was some laws that were question- questionably passed with the COVID relief bill that did take away our net neutrality and uh, stripped or where technological freedoms, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, damn it, now you're making me sound crazy. What <laughs> the hell? But uh, I'm talking like the 9-11, like inside job sort of people. You, you, you show me fucking steel beams that burn with jet fuel. What the hell? Did you think 9-11 was an inside job? At first, no. Let's get some of the popular ones out of the way. No, I don't th- I, I don't think that 9-11... Yes, I think, I think 9-11 was fabricated fabricated to the point where the U.S. government had some in- involvement. You do think there was some involvement? Involvement, yeah. But, I mean, if you look at the court case that followed, there yeah. was FBI handlers that were uh, in contact with these the, the, the hijackers mm-hmm. and all this stuff that were proven in the Florida court case, Supreme Court case, up as late as in 2018. So that is true. The fact that there was involvement... See, now you're looking at me all crazy. There is, there is truth that there was involvement with the FBI. That the FBI, FBI had aware, uh, there was some awareness of it, and there's that famous video of Bush, like you know, the going off to Bush, like Bush, you know, this happened, and like he's reading to a bunch of kids, yeah, about 9/11. He's like, okay, and he goes back to reading. He's like, it's just so blind. <laughs> like, I mean, like if you know what I mean, the response should have been a little bit different. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I'll read Duck Duck Goose or uh, Mother Goose to the to the kids later. You know? I think that just shows how much you have to remain in control and remain calm. Because mm-hmm. imagine if he had like ran out and then there'd be videos of him running out 
like, oh, George Bush had run out and, you know, he would have panicked the kids. It would have been like all panic. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what that was. Like you just got horrible information, horrible news. It's like when someone tells you like, oh, a friend passed or like, mm-hmm. hey, like a family member passed. Like at first you're, you're just trying to assess what's going on. And then like you get hit afterwards with like the emotions. Well, the motherfucker took weeks to get to Katrina. What the fuck was he? He wasn't reading for a bunch of kids there. I mean, his response time was garbage. Yeah. So like. You know. Well, George Bush tells hate black people. Yeah. So. Rest in peace, uh, Michael Myers. He's still alive. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Some say that moment killed his career. Yeah. Hasn't had a successful movie since. No, The Love Girl. Yeah. Bombed. Horrible. Bombed. He does have a show on Netflix coming out soon. So keep an eye out for that. Don't mess with his own hand? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's a new series. Good. But he is coming back. And um, what about uh, John F. Kennedy? Was he JFK? Uh, yeah, that was a good shot, man. I don't know. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Why were we so fast to find out who did this? But on the other, like, <clears throat> look at Ruby Ridge. Look at Waco. Right. All these domestic terrorists that happened in the in the United States of America. There was evidence. They, they, these guys had, were in contact with the police yeah. and all this stuff. And uh, it's, 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 it smells fishy, and I don't like it. Okay. Now, I sound crazy. Now, I'm here talking about Bigfoot, talking about how 9-11 wasn't real, talking about all this stuff. Could you angle the mic down a little bit more? Yeah. And uh, I don't think you sound crazy. I think you sound like someone who's very cautious of all the information that's presented. Like when uh, recently Will Smith and like Chris Rock, I thought that was all fabricated and fake. I'm like, there's no way that's real. Well, I mean, if you like let yourself go into that dimension of like, I hate fuck. Why did I say dimension? (laughs) Yeah, that dimension. If you let yourself go into that mindset of like, wait a minute, this is sponsored by Pfizer and alopecia. They have a cure for alopecia. Like, you put all those strings together, you're like, oh, my God, what the fuck? You can connect any dots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just, Mm -hmm. you can just stay up all night, like, well, if this is true, then this is true, and, but then it goes into, like, the correlation does not equal causation. Like, kids drown in the summer, kids eat ice cream in the summer, eating ice cream causes you to drown. Mm -hmm. Unless you're a kid that goes to a state park and hanging out with your family, there is no causation for that, there is no nothing, you go gone, you're missing, you're gone. It's not Bigfoot. It's not aliens. It's something. I don't know what it is. So why don't you enlighten us on some of the research you did this last week? Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, you know, a couple years ago, 2010, uh, there was this famous uh, uh, movement by uh, David Politis. Uh, you can find him on YouTube, Can Can Am, which stands for Canadian American. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can Am Projects. It's just uh, him looking through the Canadian and American state parks for missing individuals. Uh, he was a law enforcement for 20 years. And uh, um, I, I don't remember the exact details, the devil's in details, but he was called or something suspicious happened at a state park where a ranger came up to him and talked to him and uh, started asking him his questions because he had a previous law enforcement experience and they were looking for a missing person. So any clues would help out on the case, right? And then he was talking to the ranger and the ranger let him... Uh, let him in on like the uh, the inner workings of the ranger and it's like the state parks and they, they have a whole hierarchy there's a federal level federal detectives on their payroll mm-hmm. essentially right and a lot of the entry folks you know they carry guns you know if you see a park ranger at a state park you know they're in the little trucks you know they're essentially law enforcement but for national they're parks. the enforcement for the yeah just yeah. making sure people aren't messing around making mm-hmm. sure like the wildlife is safe Keeping you safe from out there. Whatever's out there, exactly. And, you know, protecting the wildlife as well, which is no easy matter, uh, especially when you got to traverse all those acres and lands. Yeah. And um, so we're talking about uh, what he, what the ranger found interesting, how there's not really that much of a follow-up on these missing people, right? There's not a list of, of, of people that have gone missing or who have been missing. There's no list of that. And uh, the thing he finds interesting that, while there's no list of that, there is a list of like the famous movies that were like were filmed in these state parks, <laughs> right? So, so like there, there is they they do legit have like like interesting thing about this. There's a history of this. Right? They do have documentation for that, right? And uh, but no list. But no of, one's like, coming back to looking for like there was that you know earlier in the year was it late last year? Yeah, it was late last year where that one girl went missing. 
Gabby Pinedo? Gabby Pinedo, yeah. At a state park? Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah, as soon as, it, trust me, as soon as I saw that, I was like, what? <laughs> state park? And then I saw the boyfriend was 22 years old, bald. Oh, easy. He's he did. He don't did it. Oh, my God. If you're, if you're in your 20s, balding. Did we ever find out what he did? Like, did people ever find his body? Yeah, yeah. He was uh, found in Florida. Uh, presumed that he shot himself. And then the water raised in the swamp and the bayous where he was, in the Everglades where he was. I don't know if it was the Everglades, but it was swampy to the point where the water raised up and covered his body. So he went like missing, missing for like, oh, what the fuck did he go? Then once the water uh, recited, they found his corpse. Oh, so they did. It wasn't yeah. ate by alligators. It munched. <laughs> it was munched on It was gators. a chew toy. Uh-huh. But I mean, enough for an autopsy to come back to say like, yeah, that was uh, whatever he did saying, shoot himself. Brandon something. Yeah. yeah. And now the family of Gabby Panito, the mom and dad, is trying to sue the parents of the boyfriend, mm-hmm. Brian Laundry. There we go. That's his name. For, Are they uh, able to? Or Maybe because they were abetting their son. They're like, they told the cops, they're like, yeah, he went to the state park over there. Oh, so he that? is a, yeah. they a are acquaintances. Yeah, <laughs> yeah accomplices, not acquaintances. <laughs> they better be acquaintances. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, so the Gabby Panito thing, that's just a, a, a common thing of like people going, such Missing an easy, and yeah. yeah, and you know, honestly, if you're in a, in a troubled relationship and you want to start anew, you know, there that is an option. Get a life insurance policy, and you know, oh so you wow, the park. my husband was over there taking pictures, and whoops, he slipped. You know, yeah. How would you really know? Uh-huh. And, and like to those, to those people that actually experienced that, like, oh my God, he was here yeah. one second, and he wanted to get a new post for his Instagram, and then he fell. Like they're usually like hysterical, like uh-huh. horrible, like broken down. Yeah, and then like you killed him, you yeah. fucking bitch, kind of a thing, right? Yeah. You know, honestly, for this episode, that's why we wanted to try the Courtney Love. Yeah, this. Uh, let, what, let's talk about the cocktail a little mm-hmm. bit. I give it a zero out of five, bros. Oh, I give it a a three and a three out of five. You're giving it a. You cannot give that a three. That is the worst oh. thing I've ever tasted. I uh, I'm a gin guy. So yeah, he, so am I. But mm. mixing gin with more vodka and then a splash of ginger ale. Haku vodka. Japanese vodka. I'm, it doesn't matter what vodka <laughs> it is, dude. That is the worst cocktail I've ever had in my life. Folks, I it recommend you to try gin and vodka. And a little bit of ginger ale. <laughs> the smallest amount of ginger ale. You really got to emphasize in the little accents of dude, ginger ale. Dude, it is so aggressive. Uh, no one should drink. No one should make that at home. No one should make the Courtney Love. No one should make the Courtney Love. That is an aggressive cocktail. It's a real shot to the brain. It is. Did I already use that in the beginning of the show? We're, we've been using it. Folks, <laughs> we're going to have to cut this. <laughs> we can't be one trick ponies here. But, um, yeah, no, it was a really strong drink. And uh, digging deep into the whole uh, missing if you, people. If you ordered that at a bar, they'd kick you out. <laughs> they'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> This guy's got issues. Yeah, this guy's got a fucking death wish. <laughs> he, wants, mm-hmm. he wants to he, he wants to erase the last week of his life. Like honestly, if I wasn't as social and happy as I am, I would be the makings of an incel. Like the FBI would try to like recruit me on Fortune. Okay, like, but like <laughs> what you said, just obviously, if you weren't a happy person, you'd be sad. Yeah, that's like saying if I didn't have arms, I'd be a fucking. Well, I guess my definition of happy is like naive and, you know, going forward day by day. If your aunt had balls, she'd be your uncle, but she's not. If my aunt had balls, she'd be my gunkle. (laughs) My girl uncle. My gunkle. Your girl uncle? Uh Do you have any gays in the family? I do, actually. Do you? I do. My uncle. (laughs) <laughs> what? Yeah, that was a coincidence. Yeah, he's a. You know, it's funny because when I was a young boy, I was like, him and his friends always hang out. That's awesome. Is, I'm so jealous of them. Yeah, I was like, the best friend. Yeah, and I had a good friend there too. I was like, hell, you're yeah, gonna I, be I, just like my uncle. I got, some, I got some hopes. It's like, damn, we're gonna be cool forever, man. <laughs> we're gonna be cool. I found out later. It's like, oh, oh, uh, they were that very makes sense. cool. Yeah. They were very cool mm-hmm. and tight. Yeah, I can never be that close to my friend. No, you don't think so? No. I mean, you and Juan are pretty close. Yeah, but I just paid the... I just did my taxes, and there's a fucking a straight tax. If you're too fucking straight... There was, where <laughs> did you see the straight tax? For your uh, uh, sexuality. Uh, heterosexual, homosexual, or too fucking straight. 
And I marked that one. And even I'm not too fucking straight. I don't, I don't think too anyone's fucking too straight. fucking straight. I think saying you're too fucking straight makes you gay. I think that's the test. I think look, I don't fucking look at guys. I'm a fucking macho <laughs> man. Macho. I like eating pussy. Too fucking go. straight. That's a homo right there. I only suck dick for science. <laughs> so fucking straight. <laughs> I'm so straight. I like looking at other guys <laughs> for science. Admiring their perfect bodies and big dicks. I'm so fucking straight. But I mean, that's 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 the Biden's America, you know. Yeah, my America. Mm. Yeah, I voted him in. Yeah, I couldn't be happier. Now here, here we are. Our straight fellers paying more in taxes. Paying five dollars a gallon of gas. <laughs> We're being too goddamn straight. Too goddamn straight. But uh, um, that leads us into the straight boys that were. Uh, oh. In missing in the parks. You know what? I thank you, thank you so much because when I was like a teenager and I found this out, right. I just I like Bigfoot, Bigfoot, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the same person that showed me the uh, that, I, that I saw the creature at the state park, right? Yeah, uh, showed me this documentary about like literally the missing four hundred one and its connection to Bigfoot. And like at a young boy, I was like, "Holy fuck, this makes sense." There's a giant ape. The same thing that I've been fearing my whole life is real, and it's taking <laughs> little kids. And I have evidence to prove it. I was like mind blown. I was like, "Holy shit, I was right. Bigfoot's real. He's taking your kids. Stop it." Exactly. Here's a giant ape, ready to kill you, ready to assault your little body. Yo, you were cute at. Uh, I saw pictures of you at sixteen. I was. I was a cute young boy. You were a cute young whose boy whose mind was. Constantly on the worry that once nightfall hit, some big stupid monkey would do backflips and take me away. But then they find out. Well, then I find out that, in fact, everything that I feared was correct. In fact, Bigfoot is not just real, but he's got a whole family. There's whole different types of Bigfoot. My mind blew when I figured, like, when I... And what did you find out? Uh, well, there's this, this shitty creature called Janasqua. And it like it's funny because like here I am like yeah there's a whole family of Bigfoots and like all this crazy shit right and then like I love history yeah. so I look into the Native American lore right the Cherokee lore and like there's this fucking creature that like puts shitty armor or like puts mud and and like shit and scat all over its fur <laughs> and makes some kind of like protective like fur thing mm-hmm. out of his mud and scat armor and like if you go into the woods and you like you stare into the abyss. The abyss will come for you. Or if you like just like are disrespectful to the woods at night, you're gonna go missing. I thought you were gonna talk about the foster family stuff. Oh, the the, the Franklin scandal? Yeah, I thought yes. that's, you're yes, about that's, that. that's where I'm coming not to that this, now. Okay. That's where not I'm coming to that. So, so. <laughs> Janaska. I was like, what? Is that whole the name family, of the guy? <laughs> whole family of, of, of fucking Bigfoots. So you know, that's me being a kid, you know, fucking 16, 15. Uh what comes out later is much more crazier and much more realistic. Have you heard of the Franklin scandal? Mm, yes. You informed not only because of what you're about to say. We talked about it briefly before we recorded. Mm-hmm. So uh, the time period, I think it's the 70s or even earlier than that, maybe the 40s. Uh, there's this uh, orphanage called the Boys, uh, Boys Town, yeah. right? And it's in, uh, I believe, in Ohio. Ohio. Uh, or Iowa, one of the, I think it's Ohio, and um, essentially they took troubled youths from schools that just couldn't get be part of the system, yeah, and to re-educate them with like faith and all this stuff. And on paper, it seems really good, you know, but <clears throat> uh, throughout the years of the, of the orphanage being there, there's a uh, numerous accounts of abuse. You know, these boys would go to different pastors, different schools to be re-educated and all this stuff. Once they were Sent to Boys Town, right? You know, it pretty much worked like an agency. If these find, they would find these troubled kids, take them there, house them, and then once someone would take them into like, you know, like it's part of a school system or like a lot of a lot of church schools, a lot yeah. of Catholicism and all that stuff, right? And uh, it was up until 1940 something when they took Johnny Gosh. There's this famous documentary on Netflix called "Who Took Johnny." Mm-hmm. And it's the story of the first, you know how those the milk crates, like, have you seen this boy? Yeah. He was the first guy. The Johnny, first ever? First ever. Johnny Gash. They they made this up for him, the the, the missing milk crate and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, he was a little boy with his friends, about six years old, went to the park with his friends, little red wagon, 
on his way back. You know, back then, you know, parents didn't give a shit. No. Just be back home before the lights turn off. Exactly. That's your only thing you heard. Exactly. And then little Johnny never came back home. And this causes like this mass hysteria nationwide. Who took Johnny? He was says here, gone, right? And then the police got involved. The police didn't look much into it. Bunch of like hysteria happened. And then uh, she, a list of private investigators, because this story got so huge, right? Well, if especially if this is the first one, mm-hmm. like the first well, kid that went missing like that. Like, like yeah, what the circumstances are like, how? Like, yeah. He was just here. And there, there wasn't this like, you know, this naive, like somebody took my kid. It was just like, oh, he's missing. Like he went out to the woods. Like He's they, probably still in the woods. Yeah. Like they, they wouldn't suspect that like an abduction happened, something uh, they wouldn't think about the worst thing possible yeah. because it was again it was the first one mm-hmm. and then uh, they took Johnny Cash essentially and then the list of private investigators uh, there's this book called The Franklin Scandal yeah. right by Nick Bryant a uh, very famous journalist who spent years diving into the research of that and he learned the connections about like how these kids would get shipped off to different schools and he believes uh, that Johnny was part of essentially this that he got picked up he looked like a, an abused kid, like yeah. someone that they could like easily manipulate, essentially. Readjust. Yeah. And when you're young enough, you can really, you're really impressionable, impressionable as a young, young, young child. And uh, whatever, you know, whatever you can tell, you know, uh, that's good, that's bad. This is how it's supposed to be. You're like, oh, wow. That, 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 that Netflix show, Adopted in Plain Sight. The yes. dude was fucking his, uh, this family's daughter, the, the husband and the mom. And he would like take the young daughter, like you have to fuck me because the life, it, the future depends on it. He'd make this alien voice, like you have to reproduce with me, right? Well, there was also the worst roommate ever, which the very first episode is some old lady who was just taking in people who needed help and like fostering them and quote unquote taking care of them, when in reality she was just killing these people and then putting them like in the backyard. What the like fuck? Like in the shed. Those are the type of people that are. Very unfortunately, prayable, right? Yes, Unfor- unfortunately. And then they took Johnny Gosh. There's a whole uh, book called The Franklin Scandal by Nick Bryant. And you know, you're asking me, how does this play into Bigfoot, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> here's the funny part. I love. I life is either a tragedy or a comedy. And if you look too many, too much, and you focus on one lens, it just becomes too funny. Where it becomes both. And, like, these kids going missing, like, holy fuck, what the fuck is going on? This is so scary, so sad. Yeah. And then you look around, in the 1920s to the 1940s, a very high number of kids were being kidnapped in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, right? <laughs> That's the name of a state, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> now, you're, now, you're, now you're like, what the fuck? Who cares, bro? Pennsylvania, the birth of the pencil? Who cares, right? But there's this... Uh, there's this movie with Mark Ruffalo called The uh, the Shining or The Cues or something like that. It's definitely that. not The Shining. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a law movie, right? And it, it, it literally, it's Mark Ruffalo, the guy who plays Hulk, who goes through the journalist's uh, uh, journey of like investigating all these Catholic churches on the claims of like they're molesting boys, right? And like, oh, wait, they're molesting boys, you know, ha ha, he he, that's the common stereotype. But he was looking, investigating, like, what happens to these priests that are, you know, convicted or, like, rightfully, like, accused of, like, being diddlers? Mm. Nothing. They just get transferred to a different church, different name, etc. You know. And he was, uh, he was investigating that at the time. Uh, the journalist. I forgot what the fucking name is. We got to put it in the, in the descriptions. <gasps> Sorry about that, folks. That's the gin coming to me. And um, You're good. Yeah. Uh, so the story broke out uh, like in 2000 about like the big Catholic Church uh, boy scandal. And yeah. then that got overshadowed by 9-11. So a lot of like, you know, he was about to like, I'm serious. He was about to blow up this like big like, what the fuck is going on? Right. These yeah. They're moving these people to different churches, not facing any crimes. Renaming them. Yeah. Picking a different saint name. Mm-hmm. And then 9-11 happened. So like all the like. Wow, like these kids are being like victims that got brushed underneath the thing. 9-11 was a pretty big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear what happened? <laughs> yeah, I heard Bush was reading to a bunch of kids. <laughs> That's what I heard. So, so that happened, right? And then uh, Joe Paterno, uh, the head coach of Penn State, got busted 
facilitating uh, a bunch of underage um, abuse, essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was the assistant coach or the def- defense. It was either the assistant coach or the uh, the defense coordinator uh, walked into the restroom and saw like. Uh, I think it was in Patrono or somebody was molesting a boy, essentially. And then um, he got brought in because this all went to court. Yeah. And his quote was, the, oh, it was just horseplay. So that's why he didn't report it. Somebody walked. Can you believe that? Somebody, you're, you're a kid. You're, yeah. you're from this orphanage, right? And like, oh. 16, like 16 18. 15. You're, you're having troubles at school. Your life, your household sucks. Dad comes home drunk, very angry all the time. Gets in, beats the shit out of you. Beats the shit out of you and your mother. And then what happens? You like create a fuss at school. You're like, oh, you're a troubled kid because you're home life. We're going to rehabilitate you. We're going to help you out. You go out and you're like, oh, this dude, like, yeah, I like football. I can help out. What? You want me to put my what where? And then and then you're getting abused. Just the most traumatic thing ever. And then an adult comes in like, oh, fuck. Yes, please, please help <laughs> Please do Please something. Stop this. Yeah, and then he's just like, "Oh, uh, just horse it's around." Just horseplay. <laughs> it's just horseplay. You thought somebody was about to help you out. And yeah. So it's really sad, and and you know, I'm surprised you don't remember that. This is a big Penn State uh, controversy. I'm not very familiar with it. Yeah, and um, so out in Pennsylvania, the lawyer, the attorney, who was seeing this whole case, yeah, found dead two weeks later. Right. Because it all goes back to the Franklin scandal. These boys that were going to these uh, shelters that were like, oh, like, we can re- rehabilitate you. Yeah. So they were just being shipped out for like these like, I don't know who. They were just being shipped out. And if you look into the Franklin scandal, there's different accounts of like senators and like, yeah. yeah. Supposedly Johnny Gosh freed himself. Uh, it's funny because in, in, in the investigation of Johnny Gosh, they think that he ran away yeah. to an Indian reservation and like because his mom and just seek refuge yeah essentially were his parents actually abusers or no 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 they just kidnapped him just kidnapped a young boy and their mom uh, was, was Johnny found no never uh, the mom states that Johnny came to her 20 years after his disappearance and said that mom I can't stay for long, but I got to talk to you. And like, she like swears on the Bible and all this shit. Like I saw him, he came to me and this is what happened. And the funniest part of this whole thing, he describes, uh, supposedly he was in Colorado where he was this whole time. Right. He describes perfectly the basement of a Senator and the police go in there. They have these, uh, FBI reports. The FBI yeah. got in federal reports of the dude's basement. How did he described certain markings in the, in the basement and like, yeah, this is where I was all proven true, but nothing got followed up, up on it. And you know, the funny thing is the same thing happened with Epstein in Florida. The reason why the Johnny Gosh and all that case got, got, uh, overlooked, overlooked or just put in the back burner because a grand jury was, um, was, uh, granted in the case. Yeah. In all these case files, a grand jury always comes in and puts the kibosh on these things. Right. Yeah, and it's really funny because the same thing happened in with Epstein of Florida, uh, 2011, 2012. Uh, this uh, I forgot her name, Rebecca something. This young teenage girl massage therapist. Yeah, was uh, Jerry uh, Jerry uh, Jeffrey Epstein forced himself onto? You say gerrymandering, but <laughs> he was gerrymandering. No, no, no. He uh, forced himself onto this uh, to this teenage lady and. Uh, it was essentially going to like, oh, yeah, he did it and all this stuff. And then the grand jury came in at the last second, like, both kibosh on it. They said not guilty? Not guilty. And that's where the uh, the disposition of the egg-shaped penis came from, which was later used many, uh, like in 2019, right before he killed himself. There was like the, whoa, like it says here that uh, the, the victim reported that you had an egg-shaped penis. And then there's a video of Jeffrey Epstein, like, smiling Takes off like the uh, the wiring, yeah, and like just leaves, just like walks out of like the courtroom essentially, like the disposition of like, uh, it says uh, you have an egg shaped penis. Uh, oh, I'm so- sorry, sorry. Uh, it's just reading what it says here. And he just gets up and he just walks away. Why does he walk away? Well, I mean, you're dead to rights. I mean, what are you gonna do? Uh, actually, my penis is very big. I don't know what that that 13 year old girl was saying, but she doesn't know anything. Like, what are you gonna say to that? You know? Yeah, I guess. 
And uh, so, so it's funny that from the 1920s and the 1940s, a bunch of kids go missing around the same uh, in the same state. That many years later, about like fucking what 20, 40 years later, this grand um, case looks into uh, involving Joe Paterno in the yeah. Penn State. So uh, now that I look back on it, a lot of these uh, state parks that have like these clusters these high clusters of people going missing. And there's characteristics to these things that are like crazy. Uh, for example, usually it's kids from like the ages of two to four, yeah. two to six that have like, almost all of them have some kind of mental disability, right? They're on the spectrum of some sort and they go missing. Yeah. And it's not like they're like out there monkeying around, right? They're with their they're with their family. I probably would have picked a different word, but okay. And they're just being goofies out there. There's right? been a couple of knuckleheads out knuckleheads. there. Knuckleheads, and uh, it, it's so scary that like hearing the tales from these families. Like, mm-hmm. We were just playing hide and go seek. He went behind a tree, and he went not missing. even that far. And then we went over here to to find him, and he was gone, gone, right? And if you go on YouTube, you can type in The Missing 411. It's a free movie. Uh, it used to be on Netflix and Amazon, but they put it on YouTube for free. Yeah. And it's uh, honestly so helpful and useful. Back then, I thought it was Bigfoot with all these, you know, missing circumstances. But in the, in the thing that's that's crazy about these uh, missing cases is that it, it's either kids or if it's an adult. Yeah. The, the, the adult have some higher level of education they went to school. They went to graduate school. Physi- f- physicists, physicians, doctors, doctors adventurers, uh, people who who, cl- who climb. It's crazy. Uh, over in Washington, you know, the, there's a Bigfoot community, Bigfoot researchers, right? Yeah. You know, and Joe Rogan, you know, he has that famous show. Uh, um, fuck, what's it called? He pretty much goes out there and like it's his MythBusters, right? Mm-hmm. Joe experiences something or some whatever. Oh right, right. Yeah, yes. and he did a whole episode of Bigfoot Hunters, mm-hmm. and like it, they look like you know your typical trailer park people, long hair, goofy looking, oh Sasquatch shook my baby kind of a thing, right? And then you go to Washington; these guys are completely different. They're cut from a different breed. These are uh, biologists that like have an intrigue and like what what is going on out here? Yeah. Fossil records, scat records, people who what's the word? Perverse scat records. Yeah. Like these aren't your normal like oh I don't I don't see Sasquatches over there I don't see them I don't see Sasquatch over there yes I did <laughs> these guys are like hiking they're eating protein bars or yeah treachering they're treach they're treachering out there they're yeah. trekking trekking that's the word and um, so I mean like there is some like reason to laugh at it like oh Bigfoot Bigfoot but there are there are these people that take this really serious like. You know, like, you know, well, you know, there is maybe an ape out here. Maybe there's a big, giant, furry man. Maybe there's just something in the woods that adapted and evolved and mm-hmm. is now just out there eating. I mean, with all the information that's out there, like, it could be anything that's taking these kids or even these people. Like, because yeah. uh, Netflix came out with this, sec- this documentary called Sasquatch or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it came out in 2018, 2019. And you like the, it's a three, three episode thing, right? And you're like, at first, you're like, oh, it's Bigfoot, right? Because it's Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah. And then by the second episode, you figured out that it's not Bigfoot. In fact, there's a bunch of racist bikers <laughs> growing marijuana deep into the woods. Like, you know, I'm serious. <laughs> racist bikers. <laughs> I think that's they, so funny. They preface it like, yeah, in fact, what they found was much worse <laughs> racism. <laughs> Imagine going to the woods and being like, "Oh my God, this is way worse than Bigfoot." Mm-hmm. It's like you know the the studies they did on penguins. Are you aware? No. So sixty percent uh, of them are gay. Sixty <laughs> so, percent of penguins commit suicide. They're they are apparently really into necrophilia. What? Yeah. They're like really fucked up animals, and they like eat their babies. And I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. they do some really fucked up things. <laughs> and what they ended up doing was when they were studying them, they were like, "I don't think the public is ready for this." So they wrote all the papers in like ancient Greek and Latin, so that only like super high level intelligent people would be able to read it. Mm-hmm. And now most of the public 
Not, I, would, I shouldn't say most of the public. Most of the public is unaware of what's going on. And meanwhile, these penguins are just getting away with it. Because you see them and you're like, dude, they look so cute. Yeah, like, the penguins of Madagascar. Yeah. Flip, flop, bippity bop. They Happy got a plan. feet. Yeah. You know, they're like, every, every time you talk about penguins, people love penguins. Serves up. Shia LaBeouf. Exactly. People love penguins. The big kahuna. And then you find out like, oh no, mm-hmm. they're awful. They're on the same level as dolphins as rapists but they're yeah. dead rapists that's what they are <laughs> penguins versus any if you're a sea animal you're a bad you you're know a, what you know what i know this isn't politically correct mm-hmm. they're, what a bunch of knuckleheads what a what a bunch of goofs what a just quit horsing around uh-huh. what are you doing leave the dead body alone yeah leave the penguins be go go Let find yourself a, a young a mate orf, orphan penguin <laughs> young orphan penguin <laughs> Go have fun. Speaking of penguins, I can talk about. Uh, we'll talk about it uh, lightly here, but we'll talk about. Let me let me just finish with this. Okay. I, I grew I grew up <laughs> believing that Bigfoot was taking his damn kids, but it's wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. And in fact, it's the government. It's either a racist bikers or growing right. pot, or b it's your your sex deprived senator. So, yeah. Amen. And, and I yield the floor. The floor is all yours, sir. Speaking of penguins, <laughs> uh, do you think birds are real? I I never seen a baby pigeon in my life. That's because pigeons are liars. Huh? It's a very popular line that the birds aren't real movement has been using. There's a movement? <laughs> oh, young one. Oh, no. Hello there. That's my Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan? Yeah. Hello there. Hello there. My, my Obi-Wan sounds like Bane. Yeah. Hello there. <laughs> you will die in the darkness. You were supposed to destroy the Sith, not join them. Hello there. I loved you. <laughs> <laughs> Anakin's... <laughs> it looks like you're taking a shit. Uh, well, that's Anakin. just screaming in pain. No, so we have the birds aren't real, which... The first time I saw this, it was, you just took a sip of the cocktail. And you did not make a pleasant face. No. <laughs> that, that was that was for all those kids that go missing. <laughs> that was a shout out to the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, the birds aren't real. I ran into them on TikTok one night. I was higher drunk scrolling, and uh, I ended up finding this page where this like CIA operative was like in the 1950s, I was part of a covert genocide of birds where we would kill all the birds and replace them with prototypes and robotics that would spy on people. So every bird, every bird in the sky is a wire and camera and is recording all of our movements. Fuck. That makes so much sense. So here, let me let me read you some of the history. So well, I mean, like, look at China. <laughs> they got cameras every corner. Legit, they have yeah. flying birds that record you. Yeah, no, exactly. But in 1947, the CIA was founded, right? And they were tasked with surveying killing JFK. <laughs> they were tasked with their first task was to kill John F. Kennedy <laughs> exactly. as the CIA. So their task in the beginning was to try to find communists before it was too late, right? Yeah. During the the Red Scare. Yeah, McCarthyism. Speaking of the Red Scare, I just read a fantastic book when Germany invaded Russia. The death on the Eastern Front? No, this is actually about a soldier and a buddy of his called a city. It's called the City of Thieves. Oh. Highly recommend everyone to go read it. It's a 250-page book. Does it talk about the atrocities that occurred on the Russian front? It talks about it from the point of view of a soldier. It's not like a history book. Russian or German? Russian. It's not a history book, but it takes place during the 1942, 1941. Mm. Highly recommend anyone to go read it. Uh, It's mostly nonfiction. But uh, obviously, there's always some pictures. Some historical uh, references, I bet. Yeah. So like Stalingrad and them eating their babies and eating each other. It's really fucked up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, highly recommend anyone to read that. Going back to the CIA. So some fun news, some good news. <laughs> you know. So President Dwight D. Eisenhower proposed a plan that would put cameras in the sky. This was put in place in April 15th of 1956. Eisenhower approved the initial idea and was asked 
uh, or asked CIA to follow this through. So then a genocide was started in 1959 all the way to 1971, including uh, birds that escaped through. Uh, 12 billion birds were killed and replaced with cameras, replaced with uh, essentially every boat is a robot. Now, every what? Every bird is a robot. Oh, okay, okay. So do I have your attention? Ladies and gentlemen, please. Do I have your attention I need? <laughs> so 23 men from within the Boeing Engineering Department traveled to Area 51 in the back of an old school bus and purchased a salvage yard in Mokita, Washington. These were some of the people that helped out. So the Boeing Engineering were the ones tasked with setting this up. And they were stopped. Oh, Boeing, like those people that make the airplanes that work all the time, that mm-hmm. never go faulting Correct. for any reason at all. Yeah. Killing a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. That's sarcasm, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so this movement took place in 2017. Oh, when people were like, you know what? What the fuck is China doing with these birds? No, no, no. The, mo- <laughs> the Birds Aren't Real movie started in 2017 mm-hmm. by a young man by the name of Peter McAdoo. Uh, Peter then recorded a Vice interview, his first interview, where he quote-unquote broke character. I saw that video. It's 23 minutes long in he- which he tells people, yeah, this is me breaking character. Like It's been five years of just being silly same birds aren't real. He was making so much money off merchandise that he was able to quit his job, drop out of college. He now went back to Arkansas, where he is uh, no longer in school, and it's been three months. And he started his own orphanage <laughs> in Arkansas? Is that what you're going to tell me? No, but I really want to touch on the, the movement of birds aren't real, which mm. he said he grew up very in a very religious household and he grew up homeschooled for the first five years of his life. And it just showed him that he saw a lot of people in power that could just lie and people would believe them no matter what. So when he was then a uh, college student and he saw people protesting something, he's like, Oh, it'd be really funny if somebody had a sign that didn't go along with like the, uh, abortion kills babies or whatever they were protesting mm-hmm. and he just randomly wrote on a sign birds aren't real so it started off as a joke and then him and his two friends wrote a whole script there's a whole history on their website under birdsaren'treal.com and all of it is just part of what I just read I guarantee you that when he went on the interview it was like by the way this is all fake this is all for fun and games the CIA was like oh thank fucking god <laughs> I thought they were on to us we were fucked they probably fired so many people like, who the fuck let this out? Who told them? No, <laughs> it's it's fantastic. And I definitely want to point out the fact that he says the millennials and the Gen Z are the reason that this movement is as big as it is because. And they, not China. <laughs> they just latched onto it and it just showed like when everything is crazy, it's very easy to forget about like how crazy some of this sounds. You know, when. Every, especially you know, in 2022, like some of the shit that's going on, mm. like like a a Russian warship just sank for absolutely no reason. Oh and, yeah, over there, the the Musla or whatever. And no one knows what happened. Mm. And Russia are saying it's World War Three time, and I'm saying I'm dis this <laughs> disabled. I can't fight in the war. I'm flat footed. <laughs> so you can't get me. When I first saw this, I'm like, obviously, this is fake on TikTok. This is just crazy. But the more you kind of read into it, the more you realize, like, oh, it was just fun and games. Like, it wasn't hurting anybody. They weren't hurt. They weren't fucking looting and rioting. It sounds to me like this guy is a Chinese plant. The same way that Tulsi Galber is a Russian spy, Russian asset. Same way as this guy speaks for the CCP. Point is, have fun. Don't forget about having laughs. Don't forget about how silly sometimes life can be. And don't take it all so serious. Folks. Like Phil across from me is for the last five minutes. I'm telling you right now. These birds are not real. It's a fun thing, man. But let me look into it. I mean, for example, uh, remember pesticides? Do you remember, <laughs> how, you remember how bad pesticides were? <laughs> I have not and followed like, you When we were a kid. I am not following you down We were, We were a kid and we were like, 
By the way, all these agriculture, these big GMOs, the pesticides are bad for the wildlife. They're killing all these animals. It's like, look at these birds. Look what happened to these birds. Like, they're extinct. Most of these bird species are extinct. Like, oh, wow. Maybe pesticides are killing us. Like, you know, yeah. in reality, it was just the fucking FBI, the CIA. Where do those birds go? Huh? Where are the bodies of the birds? Yeah. Where are all the wings? Show me their birth certificates. That would explain why Burger King is able to sell 20 chicken nuggets for 99 cents. Is that even All these real dead chicken? birds. All these dead birds over the years. Dude, for real though, Jefferson County uh, just had... They just had to put down like 4,200 yeah. birds. 4,200, bro. It was 3 million. Three, what? <laughs> 3 million birds? Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. You didn't know that? No, I thought it was like... 4,200? Yeah, I thought it was like less than 5,000 birds. Are you, are you kidding me? That's how many I eat in a week? <laughs> Dude, it was 3 million. Oh, it was a bird shit. flu. It It is it is not endangering to humans. However, it is obviously fatal to birds. Mm-hmm. So they had to put down three million. And last time something like this happened in 2015, the poultry industry took a $3.5 billion hit. China. Goddamn China. You know what I don't, you know what I didn't find in my research? What? No Bigfoot, no Bigfoot in China, huh? I don't think there is a, I don't think they believe in that over there. No. I think they're just like, nah, man, that's... Just get other things to worry about. They're I think once you're privileged like the way we are in America, I think you can start to look for problems. Yeah. And I think that's where conspiracy theories really come from. People mm-hmm. who don't have any struggle in their life, they're not worried about where they're going to get their next meal. So they're like, you know what? What about what about what all these kids missing? See, I, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, I believe it. I, and then I go, and then I go on my phone, and I just type in China, but that's, that's, and I see them putting cats into a bag. That's confirmation to fight. bias. Oh, not even China, Shanghai. That's Hong confirmation Kong. bias, though. You can look up anything. You can look up anything to agree with your point. If I look up "Do Dostalas Make You Gay," I'm sure I could find it online. Well, actually, uh, this is a uh, soy in it, right? Uh, I think Jordan Peterson said that uh, soy is uh, making uh, us grow estrogen. There, there is. No. Ah, ah, there, there we go. No, there is. There is certain food reacts differently in your body. Soy, large. You, you have to be consuming large amounts of soy daily to be able to produce estrogen as a as, as a, a male as a, a healthy male. That's you know, it's like taking vitamin D three promotes or yeah promotes testosterone in your body. It's like. Yeah, to an extent, but it, mm-hmm. you're not your levels aren't going to drastically change. Or what the FBI put out uh, like 2020, uh, two years ago, uh, podcasting makes you racist, makes you more alt right. So, yeah, I guess a lot of the podcasters are, are, are white supremacists. <laughs> I don't disagree with that one. Are most podcasters white? Yeah, we are. Yeah, I'm pretty much at this point. Thank you, Juan. Yeah, <laughs> had to go get a fucking earring. What the hell? Yeah, we lost them, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, we know we lost them. You got any final notes? Any final notes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After you just went on a tirade. All right, <clears throat> folks, bring it home for all the future parents out there. Love, love your children. Enjoy your time. Enjoy your movement. They're very impressionable. And if you don't let them drink milk and cookies when they want it, they're going to go out there and be trafficked to God knows who. So love your kids and give them all the milk and cookies. What about you, Luis? Do you have any uh, final words? Bill clearly didn't get the milk and cookies he wanted as a kid. <laughs> no, man. Just don't take anything seriously. Don't take anything too seriously. Anything can be true. Anything can be false. Who the fuck cares? It's a small world. We're all going to die on it anyway. Yeah. Birds aren't real. Follow the movement. Birdsaren'treal.com. Buy the merch. Buy the merch. Just have fun. Don't forget to have fun, man. Life's mm-hmm. silly. Like you said, if you look at anything long enough, it's either tragic or funny. Just have fun, dude. Who the fuck cares anymore? Nobody. We're all going to fucking die. We're all going to die. Hey, do you got anything that people should look into or anything like that? That uh, Recommendations? Yeah, look into being healthy. <laughs> <laughs> look into getting enough sleep at night. Look into reading. Look into getting off your phone more. You I know. could follow that one a lot. <laughs> just looking to trying to be a little bit more cautious about the the old body. You only get one. Mm-hmm. Just be more grounded. 
be more great dude just enjoy enjoy mm-hmm. wake up every morning and be grateful you know amen be one with yourself it's mind body spirit mind body spirit and the holy bigfoot you only get one body so take care of it that's mm-hmm. like saying you only get one car it's like yeah you take care of the shit out of it because you don't want it to end on you exactly but most people feed themselves junk and digest a bunch of fucking bullshit mm-hmm. every day just like did you see what uh, pete davidson said today and it's like i don't give i don't care anymore just Yo, man fuck, fuck pete davidson i'm team kanye and that's like i don't either team anymore. kanye yeah. team pete. i don't care anymore about anything i'm just ready go out there have fun go on youtube don't go on youtube don't go on youtube <laughs> just you know what my message for the listeners this week read a book yeah you know what? I got the perfect book to recommend for all my no, viewers. Dude. The Franklin Scandal by Mind Nick Comp. Bryant. <laughs> Mind Comp. My comfy chair. So with that being said, everybody, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you all next week. <laughs>